Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women working in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female cabinet maker in California in bringing together kitchen remodeling and working with your hands for a living. Welcome your host, Camille Finan. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Um, I've got a really amazing guest today, but I wanted to ask you a question first. Do you ever wonder where um, your work boots come from? Do you wonder like just what makes a good boot that keeps your feet from getting wet or maybe your feet from being dry when it's really you know cold outside and warm? Uh, well, we've got someone who can answer some of these questions. Today, we have the owner of Anthony Athena Outfitters, uh, Dan Van Dees. And uh, Dan, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, Camille. This will be fun. Yeah. So you are a sponsor of the show. We love your stuff and we love what you're doing for women in the trades, specifically trying to create like real fit and form and function for women specifically. So we really love that angle. Um, I know you are a fourth generation shoe guy for a long, long way back. So can you kind of give us a little bit of the background of you guys and your family as a, as a shoe business. And before we really get into a little bit of the nitty gritty of the actual work boots. Yeah, definitely. I'd be happy to. So yeah, like you said, I'm fourth generation shoe guy. So my great grandfather started our, our company called VNA Bootery in Kalamazoo, Michigan, back in 1923. He was, uh, he was the youngest of like eight kids and they immigrated from, from the Netherlands and uh, the guy was just really, really smart and very, very motivated. He had an eighth grade education and he ended up going into business with a guy that he had worked with um, and uh, they started their own shoe store. And back then everything was really sort of dressy and mm -hmm. everyone, everyone dressed a, a lot differently. So it was mainly dress shoes. But as time marched on and my grandfather and his brothers took over and then my dad and now me, you, you, we've really seen footwear uh, really get casualized and and really more comfortable, better made products um, over the years. And you know, being fourth generation, I'm just very thankful. Never thought I would be in the shoe business. It was mm -hmm. never forced on me or anything like that. Um, but it just kind of was my calling. They say I was born into a shoe box, and uh, <laughs> you know, I think I think this was just made for me. You know, I love it. What well, so? Just before we go on with the rest of the history, like, what do you kind of? What's your favorite part of your day? Like, what do you love about basically? you know, researching and buying shoes wholesale and then reselling them to other people? Like what's your favorite part of being, you know, owning a shoe store? Yeah, it's it's really finding finding a need and looking at trends and seeing how things have changed. Um and and you know find chasing that hot shoe or chasing that hot look or noticing a trend early on and saying, listen, we might be too early there. Let's mm -hmm. wait till next season and then really dive in. Um, mm. you know, so that's, it's, it's really cool going to trade shows. Unfortunately, you know, yeah. we haven't been able to do that over the last, uh, the last, you know, year it's really been hard. Cause that really is a, is a, is one of my favorite things to do in the business. Uh, mm -hmm. God willing, we'll be able to go back into trade shows later this summer. 
Yeah. Uh, but that I really, I, I love products. Um, that's really my favorite part about the job. What, um, so how many trade shows would you normally go to a year? So usually, typically? so we, yeah, so we usually go to a, probably about five or six. Oh, um, wow. We, we, yeah, we, so t- we do our buying cycle twice a year. So come, you know, in August, we'll be buying shoes for next spring um, already. So it, it's just the, the cycle of that is. So we usually we go to one major trade show per season, you know, a national mm-hmm. trade show, either in Atlanta or Las Vegas have, yep. they both have two big ones. And then we go to a few regional shows too, here, local shows and meet with our individual reps. Mm, that sounds actually really fun. It's so basically you're kind of like a fashion designer. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you have that element where you get to really see stuff before anybody else does and totally. see all the cool colors and, and like, just be like, Oh my God, the customers will love this. Right. So you're, yeah. you're literally curating it. Um, uh, you know, you're curating what you think we're going to love to buy basically. Yes. Yep. And we see, I mean, it's a copycat business, you know, you see mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, in, in shoes and even clothing, you see a lot of companies doing a lot of the same things. So we see that, we see that before any of that stuff hits market. So the stuff that we buy is really the best of the best. We think, you know, there's a reason that we bought this wedge (laughs) boot as opposed to that wedge boot or this six inch work boot compared to that one is because we feel this is better. We've seen them all. We can get them all, but we choose the best ones that we think are best for our customers. Wow, that's that sounds really fun. I one of my favorite movies of all times is called Kinky Boots. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's no. based on a shoe factory. Yeah, it's a true story. Um, in England, you should watch it. It's now made into a musical in in New York by Cindy Lauper, and it's a true story of a like a whole entire town in a little part of England, right, where the, everybody in the town made shoes. And they had all these old factories, right, back from the you know twenties, thirties, and forties, and they started going out of business. And so one of the factories turned into a factory that just made boots for transvestites. Oh my <laughs> for God. reals. So you had these Whoa. very stodgy, like very conservative, you know, shoemakers, right? That's all they ever yes. did was, was cobblers. And they made these very modern boots, right? That were sold in Italy and it b- became this huge thing and it saved the country, con- uh, the company. And, and much like your story, the son took over for the dad. And so it was the son who was running it. And it's a really great, fun movie. Um, oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah. It's one of my absolute favorite movies. And the lead role is um, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who is the same uh, African-American actor who was in um, 12 Years a Slave. Like that is the man who plays the woman in that movie. It's incredible. Oh, wow, like you would great. not believe that big, beautiful, strong man is dressed up as the um, the lead character who wears these boots. Right? It's it's a great movie. <laughs> so, I, I bet it's, it's it's added to my list right now. That's awesome. And it and it is so much about boots and heritage and family and tradition. Like there's, it's just this warm, fuzzy feeling of a movie. It's fantastic. So um, thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. So, (laughs) so not to get off topic, but it sounds really fun that you get to go to these shows and really, um, you know, pick what you like and what you think your customers are going to like, which, which explains why, you know, you're doing this for, for us, right. Women in the trades who, you know, traditionally have been completely overlooked. Right. And so I love that you're doing this literally for us. Um, so going back to the history just a little bit, can you kind of talk about, um, I know that you guys bought another, uh, company, I believe is sort of how you actually yeah. started the Athena Outfitters side of 
the the yeah. bigger business, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. So like five years ago, um, we had bought a, a work boot store in the market that we uh, that we have our main stores in. And uh, it was a long time, 90 year sort of friendly competitor. They were just down the road from us, but they, they specialized in work boots and kind of hiking boots and outdoorsy things. And uh, the opportunity came, uh, presented itself where we could, we could buy that business, keep, keep a lot of the jobs, keep the business running. We work directly with a lot of uh, manufacturers and other local employers, and we sell tons and tons of safety toe work boots. Um, and work shoes, people that are in manufacturing and OSHA requires them to have safety toe. And uh, the name of that business is called Oaken Brothers Shoes. And, you know, having that business for a couple of years, I really dove in to try and get into the nitty gritty and try and build that business back up. And I realized, you know, we have a lot of women's work boots in the store. We were selling a lot of them, but the selection was, was really pretty plain Jane, very down the middle not great looking stuff, you know, just, just, I call them dumb shoes. You know, for me, a dumb shoe means it's just, you look at it, it's boring. It's mm-hmm. nothing fancy about it. Just serves a purpose. That's it. Um, and they didn't fit great. Uh, you know, so I, I was just thinking to myself, holy smokes. And more and more women kept coming in. We kept selling more and they just get the same response. Is this, is this the only selection you have? Is this all you have? You know, I, mm-hmm. I I'll buy it because I need it. I don't like it. And, you know, that's not, you know, we give them great service, but the selection that we had at the product wasn't as good. So, so I really got thinking, let's, let's expand this selection. Let's, let's buy some more product. And then I thought, well, I started doing research online and Googling women's work boots. And they're just, you know, other than going directly to the vendor, uh, Mm -hmm. whichever vendor you may like, there was no one really, uh, you know, curating that whole selection of, of workwear and gear and, and footwear, which was my specialty. So, you know, that's, that's when this, uh, the, the, uh, the idea of Athena Outfitters was born. I remember I was driving home from spring break with my family and, uh, I usually drive a lot. And Lindsay goes, do you want a break? Like, it seems like you're just like out, you know, just completely out there. And I said, that would be awesome. I just, this idea just hit me and I brought out my notebook and I was actually looking through it before, uh, to kind of prep before our, before our talk today. And I'm, I'm thinking, holy cow, I just had tons and tons of ideas and, and we're not done yet. Our company, Athena Outfitters, we just started, you know, a little yeah. over a year ago and there's a lot more that we want to do, but, but really getting to the point where we got our website up, we got a bigger selection and, and really yeah. got involved and, and Instagram and things like that. That's uh, it's just the beginning for us. That's lovely. Well, can you share a little bit of the direction you'd like to go or do you want to, you want to hold that for the next interview? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, if, you know, of course we want to, we, it's just hard, you know, we want to do more marketing, but we want to get a blog going and, and, mm-hmm. and get our email list a little bit more robust and, and start, uh, you know, coming up with some content that, that can really bring value to, you know, to this community, this amazing maker community that, uh, you know, we've, we've now been accepted by on Instagram is really where our main platform, where we interact with a lot of our customers and people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having, you know, having a blog, having a good email, you know, and really just being able to um, connect more and having, having open lines of communication with the community, even if it's nothing about any of the products that we sell necessarily, mm-hmm. just things that we know we can bring value to. If you, if your boot is kind of trashed and you really yeah. need help, you know, you know, best practices to, to maintain your boots or best practices, 
you know, to make them last longer or best for this or that. We we're the experts. We know we know all this information, and we want yeah. to help people. Uh, and just being able to be more open with with the people on in the community. Yeah. Well, I think it's awesome, and I love that you sort of have this kind of open door policy where people can really share with you what they're looking for, what's not working, and you guys can sort of help mirror back what is a better fix for that. Right. So normally we, I mean, when I was in the trades growing up, you know, 25 years ago, like there was nobody really, you could even talk to (laughs) like, so I love that you guys are really open to, um, you know, your customer service and stuff. You're just really open to trying to find the, the best solution for women and our shapes and sizes are different and our needs are different. I mean, and, and I think it's great that you guys have recognized that and you're really, um, you know, you're, you're, you're going to help us, right? You're basically going to help us out. So I love yeah. it. I think it's yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, and can, back, you know, oh, again, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, just on that real quick, you know, back, you know, even when I started in the shoe business 20 years ago, uh, a lot of hiking boots, even and athletic shoes were, were really made for men and they were just kind of shrunken down mm-hmm. and they really weren't, they weren't, they didn't fit women great. And the reason for that was they weren't made for them. And now we're finding more and more products are made specifically for women and women's feet because they are built differently than men. Right. And we want to, you know, we want to be able to get more products like that. Yeah. And that was going to lead into sort of us talking about the actual, you know, product a little bit and like maybe... Maybe you can tell us a little bit of what you've actually seen in women's feet that is different and how you guys are sort of like, what characteristics are you looking for when you're trying to kind of curate certain, um, you know, work boots, but also just like not necessarily a steel toe boot, but like a lot of us are carpenters, but we're in shops and we're not necessarily wearing steel toe all the time. Like what are Mm -hmm. some of the character, the differences that you think are between men and women? Yeah. So in footwear really, it's, it's width, uh, guys feet are typically bigger and wider mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, women's feet are, are more narrow than men. That doesn't mean they're narrow necessarily. We actually are selling more women's wide widths than we ever have. It's, it's really more of a growing sector in the market and, and larger sizes as well. You know, when I started most shoes, we would buy, you know, six through 10 mm-hmm. and maybe we'd buy an 11. Now, if they don't make it in 11, it's we don't really think it's worth uh, offering mm-hmm. to our customers because we sell so many of those larger sizes. And now uh, we're getting into size 12s for women and, you know, medium and wide and extra wide. So mm-hmm. we look for items that are made specifically for the women's last. So usually that means that they make it in medium and wide. We think that's important to, to have a yeah. wide array of sizes. Um, and same with same with the clothing too. We want we want to be able to have stuff that that fits a, a wide uh, a wide range of uh, people. So you know, but getting back to the shoes, that that making it specifically for a woman, and we can tell the difference. And companies are being more honest with us about it, and we mm-hmm. can tell. Yes, this is a product that we know is going to be tough and going to be durable for women. Looks wise, you know, a lot of this retro sort of you know, moccasin toe, those old sort of red wing looks, those are becoming more popular again. Um, Mm -hmm. Not necessarily with a safety toe. They don't have to be safety toe. I thought when we first started this business that we would sell a lot more safety toe than than we are. We actually sell more kind of soft toe and um, just kind of outdoorsy type stuff. Because like you're saying, if you're you're a carpenter or if you're just in a shop and, and it's not required of you to wear a safety toe, you might not need it. Um, Right. Some, you know, 
Yeah. For me, I noticed the biggest difference is sort of just the bulk, like, uh, you know, the, the weight for me, the weight and the bulk of the shoes is the biggest difference that I noticed. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I know that like my keen boots are much lighter than like the traditional boots I would have worn before. Like, I mean, I was just tired just wearing the boots, right? <laughs> like yeah, they right. were so heavy and bulky um, that I feel like they've come a long way just with that. Um, and like the ankle structure feels different to me. There's more curvature or something. I don't know. They just feel way more comfortable than they, yeah. uh, than they did before. Yeah. And th- a lot of that is material innovation too. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of these companies keen, for example, is using a lot of lighter weight materials, but mm-hmm. they don't, they, they aren't sacrificing durability. So right. that, that, you know, y- you used to think, oh, if a shoe's lightweight, it's not going to last long. Right. Now that's yep. not necessarily true. If it's mm-hmm. lightweight, it could it still could be just as durable, if not more so, based on um, you know the materials that they're using. So the outsole material, the midsole material, and whether they're using leather or synthetic leather or maybe a fabric, whether the boot is lined or unlined, waterproof, non-waterproof. These are all factors that sort of play into you know your decision making process when you really want to buy that boot, and that's something we can help you along the way um, yeah. when you're looking at stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So let's go into sort of what you consider your ideal boot for like a wet condition, something to keep your, your feet warm, right? So like cold Mm -hmm. conditions and then also how to keep them cool. If it's like where I'm at, where it's like 105, right? What are, what would you say if you were guiding me through that process that I would, that I should be looking for and, or the brands that you think brand slash style that you think solves that problem the best? Yeah. So if you, uh, you know, a lot of times in the fall, winter, we, we sell a lot of waterproof boots and, uh, a lot of them are made with a waterproof lining on the inside of the boot. So it's not on the leather on the outside, but it's not on the lining on the inside. It's this booty construction that's right in the middle of the two. And what it does is waterproof lining. It wicks moisture and sweat from your feet out and doesn't let water in. So this mm. waterproof breathable, they call that. And it, Gore-Tex was like the main player in, in that material. Mm-hmm. The patent has since run out on Gore-Tex. So now a lot of companies are using their own proprietary um, waterproofing material. So it's got, mm. if you're looking for, if you're going to be working in wet conditions, it's got to be something that's got that waterproof membrane in there. Or you could get a Wellington sort of pull-on rubberized boot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've worked with a couple local breweries um, you know, people that are, that need that Wellington need a little, uh, you know, going in and out of refrigeration units. So, right. or if you're on a farm, you know, mm-hmm. if you're working, you know, an agro and that sort of business, you want just something you can pull on that comes up relatively high that you and it know goes, is going to, yeah, prov- it goes over yeah. your sh- resisting shoes. Yeah. Yeah, it could. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So, so the first, good. Yep. the first one with the wet conditions with that pr- kind of semi-permeable liner, um, yep. What what would be out of the ones that you carry that you think are the best for that? Which brand does that? You know, we 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 have a lot of success with Keen, both their mm-hmm. utility division and their outdoor on um, their outdoor boots, and they use the same. Uh, I think they call it Keen Dry, uh, oh, okay. and it's re- you know it's yeah. it's 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 it works really really well. It keeps your foot dry uh, and also wicks the moisture away, wicks the sweat away from your foot. So we do really well with the Keen brand for that. Nice. Okay. And then what about cold conditions? Like if you're in Wisconsin or Minnesota, where I'm from originally, what would yeah. you, what's the best boot to keep your foot warm in those conditions? 
So when you're, when you're going to be outside and it's cold, you really are going to make, sh- you're going to need to make sure you have enough insulation in your boot. And most work boots uh, or outdoor boots start with 200 grams of insulation. It's kind of the starting point uh, that's going to help keep you warm. And it goes up from there. So hmm. if you're outside walking, moving around, uh, you know, a 200 gram uh, insulated boot should, should, do, should do well for you. But mm-hmm. if you are going to be standing, let's say you're a hunter or you're, you know, just not moving around a ton in your job, but you are still right. outside in the elements, you're going to need something with four, eight, you know, even a thousand uh, grams of insulation because you, wow. the less you move, the, right. the more you're not producing you know, your own, you're warmth, not producing basically. your own warmth at all. And mm-hmm. another um, a misknown or kind of misconception is you, st- you want your boots relatively tight. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask. That, that was one of my qu- next questions. <laughs> yeah, so that and that, it goes really, really well with the cold weather thing because if you get a tight, if you get your insulated boot tight, there's no air circulation in your foot, and your foot actually gets colder faster than it right. would if if you had a little extra room around it. So some we we find we sell some of these insulated boots better in wide width, just mm-hmm. for that for that fact where you say, listen, I know I'm going to have a, a big thick sock on. Uh, I don't want my boots to be tight, so get them get them right. maybe a half size or full size longer, and mm. maybe maybe opt for a for a wide width instead of a medium. So, like I'm a seven, and I would sometimes do a wide. I mean, they're not incredibly wide, but you would you would yeah. recommend if I wanted to do that, maybe get an eight wide and then have a bigger, thicker sock. If yeah, I was out or, in really just, cold yeah, conditions, yeah, or even just an eight medium. If you usually are seven, seven and a half, yeah. jumping up to an eight. Uh, because okay. also when when you go up in length, you also incrementally go up in width. In width, so, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then so what would be the brand? Like, how would I even know? <laughs> I love that two hundred grams versus a thousand grams. How would I even know? Even if I'm looking at your website, which of the boots has a thousand grams of insulation? Yeah. So we'll put that we'll put that in our our descriptions. Right now, I took oh, okay. all my I took my insulated boots. Um, kind of off just because mm-hmm. it's, it's low season for them. Yeah. Um, so I don't but have in general, it would be on but in there. general. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll, we'll, we'll have a section that'll say insulated boots. And so it'll mm-hmm. be broken down from work to casual, um, and outdoor. So we'll, we'll put them all in together and in the description, we'll tell you, you know, what, what, what the boots good for, you know, a lot of them have temperature ratings too. So they'll say good to negative 30 or good to mm-hmm. zero degrees or things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I wish I'd known about that when, I mean, it does still get, you know, pretty cold here in the wintertime, but I would yeah. be, you know, standing on concrete in a cabinet shop. Right. And we didn't heat the whole shop. Right. Sure. And it's sure. a big, it was a big shop. So, you know, we were cold just because we were on concrete all day long. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, it's quite cold inside the shop. So I, I, I wish I'd known <laughs> that you could even buy boots <laughs> with better insulation in them. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, okay. And so let's do like hot conditions. Let's say it's really warm outside and you want your feet to be kind of dry. What, what would you recommend for that? Yeah. So if you, if you have a tendency to have, you know, your feet get warm, um, you're going to want something that's got more of that mesh or breathable material, um, you know, on it. So it really, it ups the airflow a lot. So a lot of sneakers, you'll see, they'll have that mesh to them, but the sneakers usually won't hold up as well as let's say a trail running shoe or like a hiking shoe. Um, anytime it's waterproof, it usually mm-hmm. means it's less breathable, which means mm. your foot has a tendency to get warmer. To sweat, in it. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. But with a lot of these, uh, you know, waterproof membranes in there, they do wick some moisture away. Just make sure that you you have, um, we do really well with smart wool socks and other mm-hmm. merino wool blend socks. It's not, it kind of seems like it may not be the best thing to wear a wool sock when you want your feet to be cool, but right. they actually keep your feet cooler than a cotton sock would because they naturally wick moisture away better than, than cotton or even some other synthetic. So and hmm. and the socks that we have come in different uh, thicknesses too. So if you if you know your feet get hot, I would get a thinner wool sock and pair it with a pair of shoes that have uh, no waterproof membrane, just a kind of an airy, breathable mesh material to it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies. Well, that's three big things to talk about. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk just a little bit about the differences between. Um, from sort of a safety toe, uh, we have a lot of people that listen that are on, you know, in the union on big job sites, so they have to wear yep. steel toe. What's the di- like? Is there a difference in weight? Uh, and yeah. You may not just know it off the top of your head, but is there a difference of like what you consider the differences between a traditional steel toe, maybe a composite, and like a like and the weight difference of what you consider a, a, an actual really good quote unquote, safety toe boot. That's like the lightest version. Like what would be a weight difference so that you could tell us? Yeah. Yeah. So steel toe, um, still is kind of the, you know, that's what people think of, um, when you're thinking of that safety purpose, but we, it's really, we're sell more now composite toe, uh, mm-hmm. than we do steel toe. And the reason is, is that weight that you talked about, um, composite toe is a lighter weight material and it's, and they can make the toe shape a, a little less, uh, like it can just shape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A little less bulbous, I was going to say. So, mm-hmm. um, but steel toe still probably offers a little bit higher level of protection. Um, mm-hmm. If you are working outdoors and you do um, experience some colder environments, steel does get colder. So mm-hmm. you will need a higher level of insulation to go with that. Or if your feet typically get colder, mm-hmm. um, steel toes will, they will get colder outdoors than let's say a comp composite toe shoe will. They both will give you full protection. Um, we are, we're starting to trend a little bit more to comp toe. Just, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it might be a little bit uh, cheaper for these companies to, to source. Um, Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's lighter people and women now, especially they want lighter weight because they're on their feet, they're working longer hours. What's Mm -hmm. the point in being uncomfortable if you can have a comfortable footwear product and, right. and still protect you, which is, which is really important. You know, we deal with a lot of safety directors working with big manufacturers, you know, selling these boots and, you know, locally here, we've, we've sold a lot of boots to Pfizer. Um, you know, they've done an amazing job with the vaccine and everything like that. So that was really, really nice uh, for us mm. to be able to help them in that, pro- in that process. They were working, you know, many, many shifts and they were, they require safety tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and a lot of the women and, and, and the men too, they, they wanted something lightweight because when you're working 12 hours and, you know, some of them yeah. had to work doubles and, you know, you want the less weight, the better. So that's, yeah. that's why, uh, we're seeing that trend in, in comp toe. Nice. Um, okay. So that's sort of safety yeah. shoes. Let's talk. I always had some, inter- some questions about like the actual soles of the shoe. What could you, like, what insight can you give us into what makes a shoe a, 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 a quote unquote work boot easier to like stand on concrete all day. Like what would make it more comfortable if you're standing a lot, any insight yeah, just, into how souls yeah. get, you know, like what you see. Yeah. It depends on, it depends on your line of work, but a lot of the main difference between work boots and kind of soft toe work boots 
and like, let's say hiking boots is this electrical hazard rating. Um, so if you're working, you know, most safety directors and most of the time on job sites, they want you to have this electrical hazard uh, protection, which all of our work boots have. Um, and that's, that's sort of the big thing, but really uh, some different sole units, some, some workers need a really flat sole. Let's say you're working on a roof. You can't have a whole lot of, you can't have um, areas where there's the surface area is not being touched. You want almost your whole boot touching the surface mm -hmm. so it doesn't let you slip. Um, or having some people need a 90 degree heel because they're climbing ladders or climbing trees. A lot of uh, landscape people like that will need uh, a different sole unit. And there's different, you know, there's different durability, different materials. Um, some need it softer to, for better grip and some want it harder for, for more durability. Uh, mm. And then you add weight, weight into the mix too. And usually the lighter the weight typically and an outsole, it, it tends to, to wear a little bit quicker. Um, but it, it, it all sort of depends on your line of work. And we've got just tons and tons of different options for you, right. um, depending on your line of work. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, for sure. I'm going to suggest that everybody, you know, go there, use our code, save some money and also just be able to use your customer service. Like they could just say, Hey, yeah. here's what I'm doing in the trades. And you guys can really help educate them specifically on what soul works the best. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's fit. easy to, yeah. yeah, totally. It's easy to drop us a line on our website or on our Instagram direct message us, you know, we're on there all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, answering customers' questions and just providing feedback. We love seeing our gear and our shoes on work sites and yeah. in your workshop. Or that, that's mm -hmm. you know something that we really enjoy. So when you when you buy something from us, usually we we give you a, a sticker or something cool that you can throw on your water bottle or your laptop or somewhere in yeah. your shop uh, to kind of give us some love. Yeah, I love it. So, okay, so that's shoes. Um, obviously, we could take about, talk about that for a long time, but let's talk yeah, a little I'm a, bit I'm of. A shoe dork. About the about the clothes because you do uh, sell quite a few like work pants and yep. you know work pants with women oh man it's like finding that perfect pair of jeans right like it's just hard to do sometimes so I love that you guys have lots of different sizes for lots of a big range of women's sizes and the fit and cut of them are so much better than they used to be before can you kind of talk about some of your kind of favorite brands that you carry, what you guys are looking for. And I know you also carry some brands that are actually quite hard to find in the country, yeah. right? Like they're not as easy right. to locate. Right. And this was something that we did at trade shows too, trying to find that. So really our, our foray into, into workwear and, and clothing gear like that, that was talking to women locally saying, you know, they, they hated the big baggy, you know, clothes because they didn't feel like themselves. It was, it was strictly utilitarian and it just was serving a purpose and they, and they just didn't like it. So we're like, let's get some awesome boots, but we also need awesome clothing to go with it. So, you know, the first brand we brought in was Dovetail Workwear and we're, we're excited to be partners with them. And I remember seeing them at a trade show the first time and just looking at them and thinking, this is exactly what we need. Uh, they do a really, really good job of fit and function and the, the people that run that company do a great job. And we're, you know, we're excited to partner with them on that, but you know, whether it be pants or overalls or shorts, now they're making two, which are really, really nice. Having, mm -hmm. having a wide array of sizes is, is, is crucial for us to be able to include a lot of different people in that 
And let's say we're out of a size and something that you want, just drop us a line. We can special order things for you, or we can let you know when, when an item might be getting back in stock too. Um, so yeah, we looked at a lot of different things, dovetail workwear. There's another brand called burn workwear, which is another Midwest company out of Indiana. They do a nice job too. Um, a company called bad, uh, bad workwear. They're out of Australia. Uh, mm -hmm. we were one of the first retailers, uh, in the country to have that brand. And they, they do some really cool, almost streetwear sort of inspired looks. Uh, we've right. had some success there. And then just, you know, having, uh, we're getting more into the hat business. We just launched our mm. Athena Outfitters, uh, rainbow trucker hat, which we're super nice. excited about. And I any didn't order know about that. I love yeah, hats. Any, yeah. Any <laughs> order over a hundred bucks, you, we'll, we'll throw in a free hat, uh, AO trucker hat, and you can support us on Instagram with that. They're really cool. So nice. that's while supplies last. I might need to place a reorder on those soon because <laughs> yeah. we're loving seeing those go out the door. Yeah, that's great. Well, and I didn't realize that um, Dovetail has overalls now. Um, and I still miss my original Carhartts that, you know, were 25 years old and super worn in and soft. But I yeah. might have to um, splurge, splurge on that and get some Dovetail yes. ones. So, um, and I love all the different colors too, right? Like, I think it's really cool that they're just, I don't know, they're just so much more cuter looking. Yeah, they, <laughs> there's they had a, a word for it. Yeah, they had, they have, um, you know, this indigo stripe. Yeah. On, on one of their uh, overalls, they also have that same indigo stripe in a short this season, which looks just, I mean, it's just, like you said, it is, it's cute. I mean, it, it, yeah. it kind of, you know, lends itself to old workwear, mm -hmm. um, you know, looks, but in much more modern take and a, a yeah. modern package that, and with function too. Yeah. I mean, pockets everywhere on these pants. I mean, right. it's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, and they know women love pockets. <laughs> Like, yeah, I won't buy anything. I won't buy a sundress. I won't buy anything right. if it doesn't have pockets in it. Right. So yeah, the more I function the better. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right. Well, this was delightful. I love learning all these little kind of insider things. Um, is there anything that is maybe like your favorite as we kind of wrap this up, like maybe one of your favorite products that you just that's really clever or kind of a unique solution to a problem or, you know, you may not have something, but I just thought you might, since you see so many different kinds of things, is there something that you just really love as a product? Yeah. You know, I, I really like products that are functional and, you know, that, that look good, but also feel good and, mm -hmm. and help you perform. There's this, we have a, a keen utility boot called the Cincinnati eight inch, uh, soft toe work boot. And it's actually one of our best selling products. It's comes up cut a little bit higher, but mm -hmm. it lends to that retro sort of work, mm. work boot look, but yeah. it, it's loaded with features and, and every woman we sell it to just raves on it. And the fit nice. is spot on, you know, mm. it's, it, it, it's just, we do really, really well with that. The Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The Cincinnati. Yep. Yeah. The Cincinnati. What, what colors does it come in? It, it comes just, in this, it's this, it's really, really rich brown okay. color, just yeah. one color. It's that dark yep. brown, kind of like yep. a walnut exactly. color almost, I think I. Yep. And yeah. then it also has like a, it's like a cream colored, cream colored uh, wedge outsole. Mm. So it's real, okay. it's, it's, it's one it's of those pretty. that has a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's and handsome. It's, it's handsome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a sharp boot. Well, so as we. As we get ready to say goodbye to you, why don't you tell us a little bit? Not everybody knows that you guys also sell like actually quite a few 
you know, quite a few women that listen are very outdoorsy, right? They kayak, they paddleboard, they surf, they do all kinds of things. And you guys sell like a pretty wide range of women's like sandals and outdoor shoes and like a lot of like really outdoorsy sporty types of, of shoes and clothing. Can you talk just a little bit about that too? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So, you know, me coming from, you know, a lifetime in, in women's shoes, um, this whole past year, everyone's gotten outside more and started to, to get more active, whether it be hiking or running or just getting out with your dog more. So we've added much more of that sort of casual sporty stuff to Athena Outfitters. So mm-hmm. we have tons of Chaco kind of outdoor sandals. Keen makes those outdoor sandals with toe protection, which are great if you're in and mm-hmm. out of the water. Yep. Um, you know, on running is these slip on sort of athletic shoes. We have Hoka uh, running shoes. They're great for running or walking or just kind of standing and, and just, uh, you know, an amazingly comfortable product. And then after work, um, nothing better to slide your feet into than a pair of Birkenstocks. Mm -hmm. And we're one of the largest dealers in the Midwest of Birkenstocks. So we've got a really nice selection on Athena Outfitters. I really just put my leather products of Birkenstock up there because I think they, they hold up better. They last longer. Um, so yeah, Birkenstock, outdoor running shoes, athletic shoes, hiking shoes. Um, we've got a lot more than just work, work wear and work boots. So yeah, yeah, check out, you know, check us out. It's, it's been a fun ride so far and we're, we're, uh, we're just getting started. Yeah. I love it. Well, Dan, thank you so much for sharing just a little bit of your time and sort of the life of a, of a shoe man. And, um, I think you're really going to enjoy that movie. You're going to see a lot of similarities with kinky boots. It's quite comical and fun. Yep. And, um, and you guys don't forget, you can get, you know, 15% off use RYL 15 and, um, go and buy some stuff for summer and get ready. Right. So Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much. I'm really an honor to be on here and we're very grateful to be part of this uh, amazing community. Thanks, Camille. for listening to remodel your life i sure have enjoyed being with you today and if you really like our show we'd love it if you would subscribe through itunes you can always send us feedback through email at camille at remodelyourlifepodcast.com and i'll see you next week thank you for listening to the remodel your life podcast This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. (laughs) 